We have two dogs in our home. Aria is a two-year-old puppy who definitely needs help with her portions. And Nala is a 10-year-old dog who is living a great life and we want to keep feeding her well so she can hang in there with us for a lot longer. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. You can get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash vanished. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Today, I'll be playing some of your questions from the voicemail line. If you haven't called our voicemail line yet and you'd like to, you can dial us at 770-545-6411. In today's Q&A episode, Maurice Godwin is here with me, and he'll be answering some of your questions. My name is Maria. I'm from the Chicagoland area. I am all caught up on the podcast. Um, I have a question. I'm hoping this hasn't been answered before, but it is about the latex glove that was found. Um, I had just heard on, I think it was the last episode, that uh, Tara's neighbor actually was the first one to see the glove in the yard. And I was wondering if he could confirm the color of the glove. In reference to the color of the glove, uh, we can turn to um, several media statements that were made early on uh, in the case back in '05. In regards to Joe Poirier's recollection of the glove, he did an interview in uh, November the 9th, 2005, with uh, Greta Van Susteren. And uh, Greta asked him, she said, uh, Joe, you were the one that went over on Monday, one of the first to go over. You saw the glove in the yard. What color was the latex glove? Joe responded, it was yellow, a, a light yellow. Greta said, is it a bright yellow? Uh, Joe responded, he said, no. It was the kind the doctors would use, not a dishwashing glove. He said it was a... a a uh, light yellow, more like the flesh type of color of glove. Uh, my name's Jessie, and I'm calling from New Sydney in Australia. Um, I think that it was Marcus, the boyfriend, and I think that his dirty cop friends have helped cover it up. That's my gut feeling. Anyway, keep up the good job. As the GBI has said, no one in this case has been totally cleared or ruled out. And there's a lot of issues with uh, Harper's um, statements and uh, actions that night that need to be further addressed. Also, compared to some of the others who have not come out and given a statement, uh, Marcus has given one interview to Greta Van Susteren back in 05. But as, as you know, following the podcast and stuff, that he only took a private polygraph, uh, which is not accepted by the GBI. But like I said, um, no one has been cleared in this case. So um, he, he definitely remains one of the um, persons of interest in this case. This is Catherine calling from Michigan in Royal Oak. 
are we able to see the screenshots of the messages that were exchanged between George Harrison and everyone else? And then the second question is, why do we have to wait so long <laughs> for new episodes? Because we really need to know what's happening. In regards to the screenshots, there's been a number of screenshots um, in regards to George Harrison interaction. There's been um, several posts on the Up and Vanish discussion group. In regards to the podcast and the quickness of it, you have to understand that a lot of these podcasts that's out today are actually covering cases that's already been adjudicated, gone through trial. So they have the case files, all the case files, documents, and everything sitting in front of them. And so you can plan out months, months ahead of time what's going to be discussed. Here in this case, this is a missing person case and, and highly likely a murder case. The case files are not available from the GBI. So what has to be done is individuals have to be contacted that were previously interviewed by the GBI. And you have to make contact with them. Then you have to wait for them to respond. If they don't respond, you have to move on to someone else. You have to seek out information. So it's difficult to uh, do these things in a timely manner. Hi, this is Daphne calling from Phoenix. I've been listening to Up and Vanished, and I absolutely love this podcast. It's very well done. I wanted to make some comments. Uh, One is with regard to Maurice Godwin's comment about the oldest trick in the book concerning the business card that was left at the door at Tara Grinstead's house. Uh, Naturally, a police officer would know in order to take attention away from himself, he would leave that card. Heath Dykes, he had a relationship with Tara Grinstead. He probably was unaware that Tara would have shared this with her mother. Perhaps she may have even cautioned her daughter into ending that particular relationship, but uh, Tara wasn't ready for it. I'm just curious. I haven't heard you mention anything about the father figure in her life. Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, in reference to uh, Heath Dykes and uh, leaving the, the business card and what I had previously mentioned in another podcast about reverse psychology, I mean, the typical question from your average person would would ask, if somebody is guilty, why would they place themselves at a missing person's house, at the crime scene, so to speak? And especially, why would they leave their business card? Uh, that's the, actually the question that the person wants you to ask because it just doesn't make sense. But actually, in reality, it could make sense. The one thing you have to understand about this, uh, it was uh, actually uh, Tara's mother who placed Mr. Dykes at, at the scene because it's highly unlikely, highly unlikely that he would have traveled to Ocilla from Perry, Georgia without uh, Miss Faye asking him to go. So because she asked him to go, and he went, uh, that placed him there. So it just wasn't on his own. You have to remember that. Uh, In regards to um, Tara's uh, father, his name is Billy. He's married to, uh, been married to her her stepmother for years. They did live in Asilla for a while, and Tara did live with them when she finished up her student teaching uh, before they moved to Alabama, and uh, she moved into the Park Street house. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? 
In June's journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all of that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Warmer, sunnier days are coming. And you can fuel up for them with Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for the summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. So make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, and keep the kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready to go in two minutes. So no shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Head to factormeals.com UAV50 and use the code UAV50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code UAV50 at factormeals.com UAV50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This is Jonathan, a listener from Raleigh, North Carolina. Just had a quick question about the profile picture of George Harrison. Uh, I don't know if you've done any kind of forensic analysis on the photo itself, but you can try to pull some metadata or uh, GPS coordinates from the image if the image was taken with like an iPhone or something that allowed the GPS uh, coordinates to be attached to the image and that may give you a tip as to where this person may live. Metadata usually doesn't have much information. GPS is going to be your best bet but I thought you know why not give it a try. Uh, Thanks for listening uh, from Raleigh, North Carolina just 60 miles from my home, Fayetteville, North Carolina, where I live currently. And the question about George Harrison, the fake Facebook account profile picture. Yes, we did um, several searches. Now, uh, we downloaded it and looked at the details of that, and there was no GPS data and very little metadata uh, on that. We did multiple uh, 
Google picture searches and using other uh, four or five other different type programs other than Google. We did find the picture of the Hispanic females that were in there. We found that on a Spanish site. But as far as the picture of the individual with the beard and the, the headset, like it was at a ball game or whatever, we, we found no other pictures on the internet of these individuals using the, the facial imaging programs that we tried. My name is uh, Lieutenant Mark Woodrup. I'm a uh, psychologist in Navy. I just had a quick question. Um, did anyone ever call that second police officer, the second squad car, um, that supposedly also responded to the Benny Merritt uh, incident, the second Benny Merritt incident, to corroborate whether Marcus was truly riding along during that second call. If, if he wasn't, that kind of blows his alibi out of the water. I was just thinking about that. The call for Benny Merritt and stuff was originally a sheriff, uh, Irwin County Sheriff Deputy call. Oftentimes in some cases, because it's a small geographical area, the Scylla PD and the Sheriff's Department work uh, hand-in-hand with each other on some calls. Uh, actually, the original call was to a deputy. The backup officers were um, Fletcher and then his ride-along partner uh, at that time was Harper. According to the GBI, uh, they interviewed like nine individuals associated with that whole ride-along time frame. You're not really interested in time gaps during that ride-along because that's supposed to be an alibi, so he wants that to be solid. What you really need to look at is where was he before he went to the White Horse Saloon? Could he be accounted for at the White Horse Saloon the entire time he was there? Hey, it's Payne. I want to share a message from our sponsor, Spot Pet Insurance. Sometimes unexpected vet bills can hit hard when we least expect them. And if life throws you a curveball and your beloved pet needs urgent medical attention, the vet bills can start piling up. Enter Spot Pet Insurance, the ally you never knew you needed. Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, providing a safety net when the unexpected occurs. Life can be unpredictable. And so are the needs of our furry companions. Spot Pet Insurance understands that. With Spot, you can focus on the things that matter, knowing that your pet has coverage to help protect your wallet from those unexpected vet bills. Spot Pet Insurance plans don't just offer coverage for unexpected accidents and illnesses. You can add their preventative care benefit to your plan, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can all be covered too. It's a shield against the unexpected. If you have a pet, consider Spot Pet Insurance. Because having the right resources at the right time can make all the difference. Just go to spotpet.com. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Uh, my name is Tom. I'm just calling with a possible tip for the podcast. Really enjoyed listening. You're doing a great job. Um, but anyway, my tip uh, is actually related to the football game on Saturday, October 22nd, 2005. First off, when you interviewed the former Georgia football player, I just thought it was really weird from the start that he kept saying, oh, you know, it was so long ago, I don't even remember what year it was. He, he said he didn't remember what year it was when he saw her, and obviously he would have remembered that it was right before she went missing. He said he specifically remembers getting a text from her saying, I'm cold, when he was in the skybox of the football game, and he said it was a night game. So he would have gotten a text as Tara was leaving the barbecue, walking out the door with that guy who told her to text the Georgia football player, I'm cold. But that game was actually a 12.30 p.m. day game, uh, the Georgia-Arkansas game on that Saturday. It wasn't a night game. In reference to uh, Jim Hickey and his comments on the, uh, the podcast, uh, he was totally uh, wrong about the time frame of the football game. The, the Georgia game that he was at in Athens was um, a noon game and probably over before. Tara didn't get to the barbecue until uh, after 8 p.m. that night. And it was only after 8 p.m. that she sent the text to him. So he wasn't at the ball game during that time. Now, he, he acknowledged that he owned or had a condo, you know, in the Athens area and was likely there. I don't know if it's just a memory problem, a poor memory problem. I mean, I, I don't know. He definitely needs to be uh, recontacted and to try to clarify that. This is Taylor, a listener from Tifton, Georgia. And I was just wondering, has it ever been known that maybe somebody could have been hired to slip almost like a roofie in her drink at the barbecue and then her not be in her right mind and maybe go with somebody who she may have not even known? I don't think that it's possible that somebody uh, slipped her Mickey or GHB or or Rufinol or anything like that. Uh, She was fine at the barbecue and um, talked to uh, several people on the phone had conversation with people. So I don't think there was any anything that was altering her a state of mind or, or anything like that. I, and I, I just don't think it's possible. Hey, my name is Margaret. I'm a listener from Auburn, Alabama. I just binge listened to the entire podcast over the past couple of days. Uh, my question has to do with the latex glove found in Tara's front yard. Seeing as the police found DNA on the glove, but no match to it, do you think the glove could have possibly been planted to send police on a different track or just kind of as a red herring. And I work at a vet clinic, so I use latex gloves literally every single day. 
and they don't just slip off your hand. If there's a possibility that the, the glove was planted. I mean, a lot of people, uh, the g general lay people, are, n are not up to speed on just how many crime scenes people try to stage. In fact, there's numerous books that have come out over the last two or three years and journal articles that's focusing on stage crime scenes. And I'm presently including a whole chapter on, on it in my updated Hunting Serial Predators book. But uh, there's been no match. It's a um, complete full profile of a white male DNA profile. Uh, it's been entered into CODIS. It's been entered into the Georgia DNA database. And there's been uh, no match. Could it be a plant? Yes. Uh, you know, the, the one problem with the plant is that the DNA that you actually put on there to try to thwart the investigation, you, you, they would have to know for a fact that the person didn't have a criminal record. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to tune in on Monday for case evidence. If you want to see all those screenshots of George Harrison's Facebook messages, you can do so on our website in the discussion board. Just go to upandvanish.com slash discussion. Thanks, guys. See you soon.